every oh Jesus Christ. Hello everybody. <laughs> and welcome to the gag. A spoof cast where I, Joshua Simon, talk about queer things and horror things and queer horror things. Like an otter that turns into a werewolf when the moon is full. Wait, did I already do that one? Fuck it. Um <laughs> My spoofer special guest today is my friend and my fellow performer, uh, Carl Williams. How are you, Carl? Hello. Thanks for having me on here, beautiful. Oh, I'm so happy that you called me beautiful because you have the best smile in the world. It's so beautiful. You're such a beautiful soul. And thank you again for joining me Uh. for this this wonderful... Spoopy, spoopy, spooper recording. Okay. Um, Carl. <laughs> yes. How have you been? You know what? I have, I have been. I have it's been. been a long week for it has. Uh, DC artists. It's been a long mm-hmm. week in general for, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. queers, mm-hmm. For, for people mm-hmm. of color, for, for all mm-hmm. sorts of people. Um, mm-hmm. I generally ask people what turned them gay this week. And then I asked what turned them anxious. But uh, during all this, I've been saying, what are you doing to stay sane? Is there something you do every day to, to center yourself or to keep from losing sight of <sighs> the light at the end of the Well, um, I have been playing in like a crazy amount of video games. Um, oh, okay. I, for- I will I say that Animal Crossing. Yeah, I will say that Animal Crossing has been like my rock. A lot of people Play are leaning into that. every day. Uh-huh. It's super relaxing. It's just so cathartic. It came you just out. sit there and just feel like you're actually doing things, even though it's virtual, but you still feel so accomplished. Yeah, you're like buying turnips and selling... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Selling coconut oil, and I don't know what else <laughs> is going on. Never. Going to islands. Oh, everyone has their own island. Very Mormon, right? Very, very. So here for it. No, the Mormons, <laughs> they have their own planet. Planet! I mean, but I'm, but I'm sure on those planets there could be islands. So wait, wait. So you're really into video games. I know this oh, so about much. you. Um, oh, yeah. Do you normally go for like the Animal Crossing, like the the anime or the the more relaxing video games? Um, it depends. Cause I so I've been playing Animal Crossing since it came out on the GameCube. That was in like 2003. Oh, so long. Four. Yes. Yeah, that was a while ago, and I was like obsessed turn of the century. With it. Yeah, like I asked my dad to get it, and like my pitch was like, "Yeah, you gotta pay bills, and uh, you gotta like sell stuff and teach you about the economy." And so I was like, really selling it, like you know, this will absolutely make me a more responsible child, Dad. You have to get it for your son. They totally bought it. It did not, but (laughs) (laughs) now you know how much a turnip is supposed to cost. (laughs) Yes, yes, I do. And you're like, why don't I have my own island? I need to get away what? from all these people. But you, but you, but it's also very, you can uh, go online and you can visit other people, right? Like yes. you can see your friends. Mm-hmm. Which, mm-hmm. It, that, that came out at exactly the right moment. Exactly everyone was like, the right time. Oh, yeah. Okay, guess I'm getting my avatar. And do you get to pick like what animal and how you look and how you dress? So you're not an animal. You're a human. Oh, okay. In in the game. Um, the only thing you really get to pick, I mean, you, you do get heavy customization on like how you look, what you wear and all this stuff, but that's about 
it. I mean, there's a lot more customization stuff you can do. You can, uh, you get to customize your island any way you want. Get to move mm. houses, talk to people, build relationships, build friendships. It's, it's a crazy, crazy, insanely good, good game. Oh, uh, didn't something just come out that people are talking about? A new so um... they're yeah they're about to do this DLC where you can start swimming. <gasps> you can just swim in time in, for summer. You can swim in the ocean around your island. You will be able to yes. <gasps> oh, you get cute I was... little swimsuits and everything. Oh my goodness, you can wear a bikini and swim around your little island and be like absolutely. Does anyone want my coconuts? Oh, that's yes. so beautiful. Yes. I was I was actually talking about like a new game that came out. Wasn't the oh. gosh Bioshock or The Last of Us or the The Last of Us Red? Two? Yes. What is that? It's <laughs> Been a, hearing a zombie, lot about it. Um, it's like a zombie apocalypse game. Oh, hey, that's up my alley. Yeah, there's like this giant pandemic which turned people into zombies. Oh, tiny. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, no, too soon. But people um, are enjoying it still. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't personally got it yet, but I played the first one, love the first one, love the storytelling, love the graphics, love the action. Um, so I intend on getting this one too. Mm, nice. Mm -hmm. I feel mm -hmm. it's weird that I watch all these horror movies, but if I were to actually have to play a horror game, like I've tried to play everything from that Slender Man <laughs> video game that they had on the, on the internet yes. where all you're doing is like picking up pieces of paper. And then mm -hmm. I've also played like serious horror games like um, Alan Wake. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh huh. Yeah. And I scream. I scream at the of top course. of my lungs. I'm such a wimp. I hate it. I can't play horror games. I'm like, <laughs> who's around that corner? And people are like, Joshua, you love scary movies. And I'm like, mm -hmm. it's different. I'm not in control in the scary movies. I didn't, I'm not. I'm not in charge of keeping myself alive. That was a script writer in, mm -hmm. in the mm -hmm. zombie movie. I'm not trying to, if I were in a zombie apocalypse, I would be first act slaughtered. Like I would not okay. make it to halfway. Cool. All right, all right. I would sell I someone out. I would sell someone out for money and then I'd be <laughs> murdered. <laughs> I would be very bad in an apocalypse, which is not great because we're going through one. Yeah, uh-huh. So good to know. So thanks for that heads up. I'm, yeah, don't, <laughs> don't ask me for a cup of sugar during the apocalypse. I'll, Noted. Noted. I'll sell you out for self-rising flour. I'm like, I need, I need to get my sourdough started. <laughs> have you been making, oh, have you been making yourself some bread during the apocalypse? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. Absolutely not. Uh-uh. Uh, DoorDash and Uber Eats have been my best friends. They've been they've been quite uh, comforting <laughs> in these mm -hmm. unprecedented times. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. You also watch a lot of anime, don't you? So much. Have you been leaning into any old favorites? Oh, um, okay. Well, it's not in anime, but I have started watching um, the Gem cartoon. The Crystal Gems? No, no, oh, no, Jam. Oh, Jam in the truly, hologram. truly, truly outrageous. Absolutely. Jam in the holograms? Yes. Oh my goodness. Like Where the is old. That? Um, it is all on like daily motion. It's on the like the old school like cartoon. That. Yeah. Is it from the eighties yeah. or something? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's How 80s really is good. It's really good. <laughs> it's, I mean it's extremely eighties, but 
it's great. Awesome. It's so good. The costumes, costumes, the outfits are so insanely 80s. The fashion is, uh, it's so, fantastic. So I don't have to ask what turned you gay this week, basically, is um, what you're telling you, me. I mean, absolutely not. It's, <laughs> it's either between Jim and the Holograms or Chromatica. So oh, the, take your pick. I mean... That wasn't this week. Chromatica has been out no, how long now? What is time? It, what is a week? Like seven days? I mean, I, I, I guess two weeks-ish ago, maybe three. I don't know. It feels the like thing it is, was I listen a year. to that album on a daily basis. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, Chromatica released in the fall of 2007. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it's exactly been 13 it. years <laughs> since that release. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think exactly it's a great right. time yeah. to... That and Fetch the Bolt Cutters, which was released in 1896. Of course. Uh, really, yes. the, really the albums of our generation. <laughs> oh my gosh. Speaking of killer uh, soundtracks, do you want to talk about the soundtrack of this movie that we're gagging on today? Yes! Because we're, we're talking about 1990s Nightbreed, and before we even start, can I say that Johnny Get Angry is a banger is a bop it clears my skin yes yes it cleans my follicles yes it brushes up my cuticles i love johnny get angry (laughs) it's yes yes um the score was done by danny elfman right (gasps) yeah i think it yes i think it was yes frank britain will correct us if we are wrong Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> It'll be the first. Shout to out let to Frank Britton. Thank you. Danny Elfman, I think, did. Um, what a soundtrack! This was like the end of this was the end of the eighties. Basically, this came out in yeah. nineteen ninety, mm-hmm. um, and is based on a, a short story that Clive Barker, the director, wrote called Cabal. Ah. ah. And that the only relation between the title Cabal and this movie is that at the very end they they rename him they tell yes. Boone that his new name is Cabal. And I think Baphomet, that, yeah, says your name is Cabal. Ah, yeah. yes. And when Baphomet tells you what your name is, you say, yes, Daddy Baphomet, please more. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Except they, they, they were, they called him Baphomet. Ba- oh, like they're the, French. <laughs> the French yeah, pronunciation. Yeah. Yes, it was very interesting the way they kept on saying Baphomet, Baphomet, Baphomet. And I'm like, I don't hear that T, but okay, sure. So there is, there is supposed to be a T, and okay, is there is, is that? I don't know. Saying? Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's. I mean, that's that's how I've always heard it. Um, because yeah, he's like popped on, up in video games too, and a couple the of animes, adventures of yeah. Sabrina. Episode yes. three, I'm sure. Yes, yes. I'm, is yes, Baphomet a, a pretty popular video game character? Um, sometimes, like usually whenever we start talking about like demonic stuff in video games, it's either Baphomet or Lucifer, or, mm-hmm. you know, some, some, like some kind of satanic or demonic. When, when, when we were discussing what film to watch, I brought this one up because I knew that you were a video gamer. I knew that you liked anime and I'm like, this is more of like a fantasy. Yes. Uh, there's a cast of crazy characters. It is horror. It's definitely a scary movie, like, mm-hmm. but after Hellraiser in 1987, Clive Barker wanted to make something that was more um, 
fantasy and he wanted the monsters in this one to be mm-hmm. um the good guys he wanted them to be misunderstood he wanted the, mm-hmm. them to be not horrific but outcasts that and he wanted the real enemy to be uh, mankind yes and and i mean as a gay person himself clive barker was definitely leaning into his demo there yeah mm-hmm. he knows mm-hmm. the little he knows the little uh gay gremlins are watching his movies yes yes indeed <laughs> and that's why you get danny elfman to do your score i mean who else <laughs> oh man this movie this movie gets off to a strong start i mean they show you all the characters everyone from big red guy to to slutty quill slut the quilt, slutty quilt slut. The, sw- the uh, quilt slut. Her. Remember her? Oh yes. Love her. Uh, in the final act, when like she was like seducing the guy. Yeah. Like, what if a porcupine was, like, was a sexy. sexy killer? You know. Yeah. 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 Loved it. Loved um, it. I think that we need to pause for a second, and I need to pee. <laughs> Wonderful. So you go urinate. <laughs> My bladder's so full. I will edit this out. But hold on one second. <laughs> Okay, okay, so, um, hi, hello, I thought that maybe I would use the break caused by my full bladder to, um, to interrupt you uh, with an ad for me, um, it's an ad for me, go to my Patreon and check it out, and if you want to like and subscribe it, please do, Uh, I'm so desperate, I'm so desperate for love and attention, (laughs) No, I'm kidding. But of course, uh, the more people that follow me, the more I get to do this, and I love doing it. So if you'd like to follow me at Joshua Simon Says, or check out my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Joshua Simon. Wait, no. Shit. Oh, oh, I memorized it. Okay, I just went into another room, into a dark little corner, so I could memorize the web address, because I forgot it, you know? I'm just like you. I'm human. I'm a human gay anxious gremlin who forgets things and my patreon uh address is www.patreon.com slash gagpod that's www.patreon.com slash gagpod g-a-g-p-o-d gagpod okay enjoy the rest of the thing that's literally never happened to me before but (laughs) i think i was i was coming down with something or I don't know what, but you know when you feel like you're getting sick? Mm-hmm. Whenever I, I do that, I always do the same thing. Tons of vitamin C, and I drink, like, five gallons of water. <laughs> so... Good. Yeah, my, yeah. my bladder was like, we're going no. to need to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. We're not going to even give you an hour. Oh, God. What were we talking uh, about? Well, so let's just get into this movie. Um, let's get into the movie. So first off, Lori is a ride-or-die chick. She really is. One. She's ready to die she, for the dick. Yeah. She she literally went to hell and back. Um, it's true. And if I was with Boone, that cutie patootie, I might do the same thing. Also, I mean, why was his hair always perfect? He got hit by a car. His hair was perfectly clothed. He died, hair 
perfectly quiet. I never noticed. He became a night breed hair perfect. His hair was always perfect. Now, we did have a mullet, so... Mm. But it's also the 80s, 90s. It's acceptable. But it was always perfect. And I was like, I don't understand how you could get stabbed, beat up, shot. Hit by a car, rip your face everything. off, turn into a night breed. Like, he'll have these, these battle scenes and he'll fall to the ground dramatically, but that hair is always perfect. I feel like that was in his contract. It had I, to be. Because <laughs> that don't make not, no sense. <laughs> my wig will never be messed. Ever. Oh, Ever. wow. I, I didn't even notice because I, I guess I'm just blind to hair as someone who's been bald for a decade. I don't notice hair. <laughs> I noticed I noticed how often he was in his tidy whiteies. But yes. I've I've just been cooped up for way too long. Like normally I'm not that thirsty watching a horror film, but I was like <sighs> Every time, every time, every time he was standing shirtless in front of an open flame, I'm like, this is, yeah, this is. I mean, it was also very, it was a very sexual movie, too. It is. And Clive Barker has always done like, he's always towed the line between sex and violence. They're always very, very intertwined, especially in Hellraiser. I mean, Hellraiser is basically the gateway for bdsm queers to be like well i saw this movie and as soon as the nails started going into his eyelids i was like sign me up so i've never seen that movie i know of it right the only barker movie that i have seen is obviously Candyman. um but right he wrote he actually only wrote the story it was based on Mm -hmm. he didn't even direct the thing i'm excited for that for the new one to come out, though. For the reboot? Um, oh, yeah. Well, it's, just, not, it, it, it's a spiritual sequel. Spiritual is sequel. Is what they're calling it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's I mean, the only one that I've seen. Yeah. Well, I mean, Candyman is an absolute gem of a movie. <laughs> I watched that. I watched that again, like, last week, right before I watched mm-hmm. The Bodyguard. It was a good double feature. I had never Ooh. seen The Bodyguard. I'd seen Candyman, like, five times, but it was my first time watching watching Whitney act. Um, oh, that's a lie. Psh, Cinderella, please. Oh, yes. Her yes. Duh. Obviously, yes. Have, have you performed in The Bodyguard? I the have musical. performed in The Bodyguard. I was going to ask if you've seen it, but I'm like, you've seen it. I did. Point. I did. But you've also I, performed in the musical. I did it up at Tabella's. <gasps> Tabella's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, what is the musical like? Is it just Whitney songs and then the plot of the yeah. movie? Yeah, they 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 change some stuff. Like they make her sister a much bigger deal. Okay, so I was not expecting that subplot. I I didn't know yeah. much about the movie. I knew Kevin Costner had to save Whitney because she had a stalker, but then mm-hmm. she's got a sister, and there's all mm-hmm. this family drama. And spoiler, mm-hmm. there's a she's got a kid, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Layers. The layers. Layers. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm mad that they never gave Whitney more leading roles like that after this came out. But yeah. I'm just mad that Whitney didn't get a lot of the things that she deserved. Facts. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Ooh, okay. So um 
Nightbreed. This Nightbreed because I, uh, so as I told you, I just rewatched it again. Um, and I have a lot of thoughts, a lot of feelings, and a lot of opinions. Mostly the very first thing, so off the jump, it started off extremely homoerotic. Um, right away. The doctor has this very phone sex voice. It's like, oh, I need to see you, Aaron. Oh. <laughs> Don't let me down again. So and I'm like, oh. The therapist is a bad therapist. He is the worst yeah. therapist. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. played by David Cronenberg, who's better known as a director of movies like The Fly, starring another soft-spoken sexual man named Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Ha! Okay, Hello. there we go. That's a name I know. Um, but yeah, they David Cronenberg, normally a director, um, is here playing a very slimy therapist who uh, 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 may not be what he appears. Spoiler Correct. alert, he is not. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. But you think At he all. sounds like a phone sex operator? He had this very soothing, like, overtly sexual voice like it, it 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 didn't need to be that sexual it was very aggressively sexual it was oh and oh and he like always talked with his breath and he had a very interesting cadence it was it, it was it was a I, lot it felt like he was choosing his words very carefully in order to manipulate boone um mm -hmm. our bisexual icon um <laughs> craig sheffer playing boone i he's like super gay right is he he's like at least he's not straight i know that laurie is willing to fall on a sword for him oh no no, no the actor is very straight got it but got like it. but the character there's something very bisexual about him yes. being like, I, I also am a night breed. I like to go and I like to go to the graveyard and I, and I like to hang out with the freaks. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that to me is Boone telling Lori, hey, you know, I think that <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I yeah. feel like putting a dick in my mouth. And hey. I'm uh, a there are a bunch of dicks at the cemetery. I think I'm mm -hmm. going to go down there and rip my face mm -hmm. off and put a dick in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, let me come with you. Ride or die. She's like, no, nah, baby. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. You suck a dick. We don't, mm -mm. We suck a dick. We suck a dick. We suck that dick together. Yeah. Together. You know what? I think that Lori is... A wonderful girlfriend. She's willing to she's willing to say, okay, let's talk about this. Let's work it yeah. out. Let yeah. me stab myself in the stomach so that we stay together forever. You know, like the normal things. Like, like ma'am, really? It, it really? almost sounded like, it almost felt like that she just didn't get it and that she was going to kind of disappear, but she was not going anywhere. Uh-uh. Underrated, uh -uh. underrated icon. Yes, Lori. Johnny get angry. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. Give me the greatest action I ever had. I was surprised. It's like, oh, vocals. Okay. And she, yes. I'm pretty sure she did her own vocals too. There was no, Which there was no one credited for yeah. her singing voice. Oh, speaking of video games, I'm like, where did this actress go? And Bobby, who plays Lori, 
She, uh, her other big thing is that she was the voice of a, of a character in the Bioshock series of video games, which I have what? never played. But oh, if you have you played Bioshock. You especially would love Bioshock. Is it scary? I mean, it has some scary <laughs> moments, but it's what not really a horror game. All right, basically, there's this underwater civilization Love because it. the world up top is like gone to shit. Not okay. So we have this underwater civilization, Atlantis. and they're like, basically, yes, but they're stuck in like the what era is that? What era is that? It's like very. I mean, it is steampunk. It's a very particular era, and I don't want to say it wrong because I know that the video game girl is gonna be on my history. Ass. Yeah, history Twitter is gonna be on you. Like that's the Victorian yeah. era. It's the Victorians, <laughs> and you it's, said the Tudor era. I really want to say it's like the twenties. The twenties? Are there like cars? I mean, you're like underwater, so no. So no cars. Okay. No cars. No but cars. Is it like uh, everything's pretty steam propelled? Like they have musical numbers. Ooh. People are dressed in like kind of like flapper girl esque outfits. Okay, so it's like steampunk or it's the twenties. Are there like a lot of zeppelins or like flying machines? There are in the sequels, not in the original. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. It sounds like Bioshock an... Infinite. It's it sounds like they're machines. trying to build a very particular world, and that yes world building is top of the list for them yes. even though yeah. they're stuck in an underwater bubble i mean it's a fantastic underwater bubble and it has one of the best twist endings i feel like <gasps> a video game with a twist ending shocker i mean all the video <laughs> all the video games now have to have twist endings it's like you thought you were working for the the company, but it turns out the company was the aliens all along, and they wanted the gems for themselves so that they could destroy planets and the company, and then the guy goes, ha ha ha, you've been listening to me, I've been in your ear telling you what to do, and I'm now I'm a lizard. Okay, so like that end part was literally the twist ending, except for the lizard. Um, from so, the I just, ear, so I just... Uh, you, you, Uncovered basically, the secret of Bioshock. You you basically did a Bioshock, yeah. Wow, yeah. I'm so good at video games. This is great. <laughs> <clears throat> you said there were musical numbers in this video game? Oh, yeah. You know, this would make an interesting musical, Nightbreed. I feel like huh. there's some great numbers in there. Because as, as his therapist tries to get him to uncover his secret identity as like a member of this nightbreed um the nightbreed are basically uh uh for those of you who don't know uh another species that has to live underground away from humanity because humanity doesn't understand them because they look weird or they act different or they have uh weird weird tentacles and quills come out there's no like there's no specific species of nightbreed they all got their own thing going on which is great which i love yeah. yes and slowly and they live oh they live in a place called midian. midian midian which nobody knows where it is but everybody knows where it is nobody knows where it is except <laughs> everyone knows that it's in the cemetery <laughs> I, I was very confused by that <laughs> that was another thing it's like so no one knows where it is except this everybody. person and this person and this Every, person 
If you don't, if you need to know where the secret city is, just go to your local mental hospital and <laughs> ask the guy who's stabbing himself in the face. He will know. Who is by far my favorite character in this oh, entire movie. Oh, I love him. He was, I was, I was watching this with a friend it's and I was a, like, that's the character I would play in the musical. <laughs> Nar- Narcisse. Nar- Narcisse, yes. Yes, yes. Narcisse. Yes, um, he was great yes I-, I would absolutely cast you as a narcissist yes thank you yes, although i was watching so. it and seeing narcissist basically perv out on everyone he met like he was a uh-huh. very pervy dude and and like yeah. you were saying this movie is drenched in sexual overtones mm-hmm. and i was like oh no narcissist is a perv he has to be canceled now by the laws of 2020 but at least he was an equal opportunity perv. He was <laughs> perving out on the men, on the women, yeah. on the humans, yeah. on the night breed. He, his, yeah. his perviness did not, did not know any prejudice. <laughs> Narcisse, pansexual icon. So yeah, this movie is just <laughs> full of not straight icons. Everyone yeah. from Quill Slut to... Quill Slut. To Cheryl Ann. Oh my God. Oh, Cheryl Ann! Cheryl Ann! Justice for Cheryl Ann, man. Oh, I mean, I knew she, spoiler alert, I knew she was going to die. As soon as they introduce a slutty older woman in a bar, mm-hmm. you're like, this is not going to end well for her. And as, mm-hmm. soon as, as soon as she started talking about this Curtis guy, she was, as soon as she was like, ooh, I found the love of my life, Curtis, I'm like, nope, he's going to kill nope. you. He's nope. going to kill you. And the last thing you're going to say before you die is, Curtis was supposed to love me. Oh my God. Well, you know, this has been a fun time, but I am done. All right, we gotta go. Uh, thank you so much, Carl Williams. Curtis was supposed to love me. And I whipped I'm that out serious. as soon as I saw it, and the person I was watching with was not a musical theater nerd. So it, it went through their heads. And I'm like, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> um, now yeah, I know who she... my true friends are. She was pretty butchered. Um, we didn't even, did we even see what happened to her? Or? We, we saw the end result of what oh. happened to her because Lori found her and she was like on that tree, just like dead as fuck. Chilling. Yeah. I don't love yeah. a movie that will introduce somebody just to kill them off, but, mm-hmm. but it, did, it did give me that great musical theater joke, so I can't be too mad. I mean, eh, you know, win some, you lose some. Um, I also, I'm not sure if it was supposed to be a secret that the doctor therapist was a bad person. Um, but right away. Yeah. Like if it was supposed to be a secret, it was not a very good one. Cause when they showed the hooded killer who I loved his mask. Great mask. Loved. Yeah. Loved. Loved. Can't can't wait to Uh, see what the Broadway costume designers are going to do with that one. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I knew it was like oh well that's the therapist that's him um you're the bad guy and you're framing it's like whenever they introduce the doctor husband on one of those murder documentaries it's like oh okay so this is the murderer got it and then and her husband dr john simpson i'm like nope john simpson Uh -uh, fucking uh -uh. killed her yep he did it it was johnson he did it (laughs) it's always the doctor husband it's always and it's Always. interesting that it's the medical professional who's supposed to be helping this young man mm-hmm. because, because not being able to trust the, the people in the mental health and the medical health professions that are mm-hmm. supposed to be looking out for you 
is something mm. that queer and trans people deal with all the goddamn time. It's Absolutely. something that uh, non-white people deal with all the time because mm -hmm. there's all this classism and racism entrenched in medicine and mental health that's like we're supposed mm -hmm. to listen to these old white dudes but they're the ones who are responsible for conversion therapy and for mm -hmm. and for not listening to patients because they're not white or because they're not mm -hmm. cisgender anyway mm -hmm. rant over mm -hmm. bravo um yes i completely agree and he was huh, i don't He's and, a great and then villain. Was, oh yeah Excellent I was I was really more focused like on him. I felt like if it was a separate story and they didn't have the Nightbreed and it was just about like uncovering who this killer was, I yeah. think it, it could have been like just him and it would have been fantastic. This movie does jump between fantasy and slasher and body horror. Like the Nightbreed, they're not they're not always the prettiest. They do no. some interesting things with their, mm. with their bodies. Mm. There are many secretions often. That's lots yes. of fluid. Yes. And it, it's not that they're and it and it kind of tells you you don't have to think that the that the people who are different than you are pretty. You don't have to mm -hmm. understand it at all, but you do have to coexist with them even when they're spewing their their stomach contents all over the <laughs> I don't know I don't know what rant I was getting into Le on that one. Life lessons from a movie? What? About oh. Ooh, 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 uh, other Nightbreeds I love. That lady who can turn into smoke. Yes, yes, and, and her daughter. And, yes. her, and her daughter who turns into uh, an opossum sometimes. Yeah, And yeah. I love that her, uh, her first line of defense is, is, is moist boobies. She distracts all the police with her, with her glistening tits and then <laughs> rips them in half. And I love it. I love... I love someone who <laughs> just shows off their glistening breasts, turns mm -hmm. into smoke, and then rips a yeah. dude in half. Who doesn't? Who doesn't Wonderful. love that? Wonderful. Um, I completely agree. <laughs> uh, she was great. She was great. Um, one of my favorite night breeds was the Twink, who had the dog all the time. Oh yeah, um, that guy was, he was so cute. Yeah, like he was a Narcisse. Cutie. That was the one Narcisse wanted a piece of, and he just, you know, mm -hmm. he's a little cutie pie. I loved him. Yeah, he deserved better. He did. Yeah, they he they did. had to throw somebody into the uh, lions. Then they have to sacrifice some of these night breed for, uh, n not to mention Narcisse, who gets his head chopped the fuck off. <laughs> Justice for Narcisse, man. Like, oh, but I would love to be in a movie and get my head cut off. <laughs> Isn't that the dream? That's your goal. That's your goal. Yes. I love. It. I love that. That's the bar that you set. I, like, I, I want to get my love. head just decapitated in a oh, movie. Would love, love it. it. And and just the amount of musical numbers like Meet for the Beast or We All Wear mm. a Secret Face or. Mm. And I might have mentioned this before. Johnny get angry. These musical numbers are 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 just writing themselves at this point. I mean, it's definitely a pop rock musical. Just obviously off the jump. Right. Um, that's that's the vibe. That's what it would have to be. Yeah, we'd have to get. Yeah. we'd have to get Sarah Bareilles to write the score. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Her and um, uh, Brendan Urie can. Oh. Can, uh, they can collab. Do you think they want to collab? Ooh. Let's have them collab. 
I'm here for it. I'm like, absolutely here for it. This is great planning. Um, because Brendan wrote, what did he write? He wrote the SpongeBob musical, right? Oh, who didn't write the SpongeBob musical? Um, <laughs> that had like 40 songwriters. Ooh, bon Jovi Jay. wrote one. Lynn Manuel uh-huh. wrote one. Plain White Tees. Bob Dylan probably got a, a line or two in there. <laughs> Who else? I think uh, T.I. Yeah, T.I. wrote a song for it. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. Is it? Is it good? Is it a bop? I mean... T.I. Spongebob I, song? I, I like all the songs um, in the Spongebob musical, to uh, be perfectly honest. Um, it is a delightful show. I think... Yes. I think getting 50 songwriters aside, they... They know that they're putting together a musical based on culture that has survived via internet memes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. They had Jonathan Colton. They had David Bowie. David Bowie? Yeah. So I wasn't too far <laughs> off with the Bob Dylan shit. Jeez. Cin- Cindy Lauper, Yolanda Adams, The Flaming Lips, Steven Tyler. Holy crap. This show really yeah. did have 40 songwriters. <laughs> Um, so the movie's sexy, the movie's gross, the movie Uh is, uh, anti-police, which is great. Mm -hmm. The police in this movie really do have a murder boner. Like, that guy who's, who's showing them the weapons, and he's literally jizzing in his cop pants Mm -hmm. while he's Mm -hmm. showing them the weapons. I, I was watching that scene going, oh, I didn't expect it to be this relevant. (laughs) (laughs) But But the last 15 minutes of the movie is a battle with the cops. Um, yeah. and they're the bad yeah. guys. Yeah. They're very clearly the bad guys, so we love a horror movie that knows what's up. <laughs> it also gave me very much, uh, Mob Song from Beauty and the Beast. Um, yes. like the entire ending was like, I saw so many parallels to when the mob came to the castle at the end of Beauty and the Beast. Absolutely. And um, the mob is the mi- over-militarized local police force. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do we do with people who peaked in high school? Happy. Let's give them shotguns and riot gear. Because that is just intelligence at its highest level. That can't end poorly. I mean, every <laughs> everything that is used against everything that, that is used against marginalized people is is used mm-hmm. in this movie. Religion, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the medical yeah, yeah. system, mm-hmm. the mental health care system, the police, mm-hmm. and then religion mm-hmm. because that priest shows up. And then yeah. he becomes the villain of the next movie that unfortunately never got to happen. I was just going to ask, was there a sequel? But I guess not. I don't think that Clive Barker ever got to do the franchise that he wanted to do with this particular. Like, he was he was already riding the wave of Hellraiser and everyone was like, okay, make 10 more of those. And okay. so he got distracted or he was just never able to secure the funding or the rights he wanted to make Nightbreed into another franchise, which I think he wanted to do because it was much more of a queer allegory than Hellraiser was. Yeah. Um, So would you personally have wanted another Nightbreed? I mean, when it comes to all the horror sequels, the diminishing returns start pretty quickly. Like, after Hellraiser 3, I wouldn't necessarily waste my time on the following seven movies. Because there are... There are 10 Hellraiser movies, at least. Are there actually? Holy yeah. shit. 
and they just kind of eventually it becomes a, a, a just another money maker like it's just a money pig that they keep poking over and over by the time the 10th hellraiser movie comes out clive barker's not even involved he might get an executive producer credit and, an, and a fat check which good it, it might fund mm-hmm. the next nightbreed movie but got it he yeah i i think that after a certain amount of time horror movies are ve- become very formulaic and become so very it's like nightmare on trap. elm street yeah i mean all these movies get at least 10 sequels because the first one is such a is such a hit people love seeing these you know gory movies and i think mm-hmm. one of the reasons nightbreed didn't hit the way those did is because it was not violent enough in a way okay. that in a way that the horror community at the time which was made up almost entirely of straight white men was willing to give a chance to okay you know what i mean okay like okay. it's been it's been only recently that more people in the horror community are like these movies are all queer as fuck and i feel like it should be talked about more that these movies are always broaching subjects of sexuality and non heteronormativity that mm-hmm. other genres are too scared to touch do you think at the time people realized how overtly queer this movie was well or do you think that flew over i don't know i feel like it didn't because clive barker was an openly gay director and his writing spoke for itself his writing i mean contains so much more violent and and sexual like imagery that is I think people knew that there was an innate queerness to this movie. And I, mm. I wonder if that is one of the reasons that it didn't get the notices that Hellraiser did. Got it. Okay. And was Hellraiser pretty queer? Because I haven't seen it. But was, yeah. was it like, yeah? I think, I think this one is more overtly queer, hands okay. down. But I think queer, because... Clive Barker is a queer filmmaker and because his work always tackles a kind of deviant sexuality that people are too afraid to talk about. I think that Hellraiser is queer in that way and that it's about expressing your sexuality in a different way that people find fascinating, but they don't, Mm -hmm. but they're too buttoned up to talk about. This one's like, we're gay, we live underground and we like to party. (laughs) Cool. And right. that, and yeah. I don't think that horror um, people who were expecting a more Hellraiser type movie, I don't think they got what they were expecting. And that okay. might have caused them to turn against this movie more. Okay. All right. Does that make sense? So you don't sense? feel like they would have liked, you know, an LSD induced scene where he's watching himself have sex with his girlfriend? And then the red guy comes in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Okay. Before we get to, <laughs> and then, and then, and then, uh, and then uh, Oily Titty Smoke Lady comes in, and then oily she starts making up, and then she starts making out with Quill Slut, and then, okay, <laughs> we went from, we went from making this a Broadway musical into making it an explicit porn, so. <laughs> I mean, porque no los dos? Like, let's sure, make like, it both. Let's, let's make it both, but let's yeah. turn off the, the microphone so that we can discuss this more in depth. 
before we okay. before we go, um, how'd you like this movie? So here's the thing: I thoroughly enjoyed myself. It was a very fun ride. Good. Um, I I went into it with the sense like, all right, Carl, this is a movie that came out in the 1990s. Like, you can't go into this. Like, you like you you can't take this too seriously. No. Uh, just 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 like look at just like sit back and just like have some fun. And I will say. I was very much along for the ride. I had so much fun. I was laughing at how ridiculous certain things were, especially certain things that they were trying to make like serious. And I was like, no, this is really funny. Yeah, you should be leaning leaning into the ridiculousness of it sometimes. Yeah, and I did. Like what did they try and make too serious? Just like basically anything that had to do with our wonderful protagonist basically anything like whenever he was being serious it's like oh i'm going to save the night breed and da 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 i'm like save the world it's like but you're not (laughs) you're really is this is this whole world saving thing just an allegory for you wanting to go downtown and suck a dick and it's like is your hair ever going? you just got hit by a car and lit on fire how is your mullet was perfect No, like like the part that really really got me when it's he is this dead body like he has been lit up he has been shot like he's been bitten he's bled out he is this corpse on a slab i forgot how wolverine he gets he cannot be killed and that hair is laid honey (laughs) it is whoo it is and of all hairstyles to never muss up it had to be a 1990 era mullet Ugh. yes Ugh. And I was and I was waiting for him and the counselor to kiss, and it never happened. Oh. Um, and that made me a little sad because oh. there was so much obvious sexual tension between those two. I mean, when Lord, really, between his phone sex operator therapist slash serial killer. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Now it oh, should. Yeah. We've we've been talking for a while, and I didn't even mention that his therapist is like trying to murder Nightbreed because he is a serial killer and he feels like he's already killed too many humans so he's like i need a new type of mm-hmm. of of prey mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me i mean you don't kill a bunch of humans and then go i'm gonna switch to deer i mean yeah i i, I mean i'm well, not i'm gonna go to mars killer. i'm gonna go uh, to mars and i'm gonna find a martian i'm gonna kill them I mean, I, I I guess you try to like move up in the chain, and I guess night breeds would be above because they're supposed to be harder to kill. So I guess it makes sense. In I mean, a way. Boone is very hard to kill. <laughs> I mean, Boone is very very hard to kill. Of course, they have that one weakness that is just so convenient—the weakness to sunlight—that mm-hmm. mm-hmm. literally causes them to explode. Um, yes. Yes. Which is why it was such a great idea to go to war with them at night. Yes, at night mm-hmm. when they breed, night breed. <laughs> Carl, thank you so much. Thank you, baby. Uh, this was so much fun. Thank you for uh, making me watch this movie. Um, I'm glad I, I really enjoyed watch myself. It. I wanted you to watch something that was ride. like a fantasy because you don't you don't love horror movies, do you? So here's the thing, I love horror movies. I oh, love okay. going into a theater and being like frightened, looking uh-huh. behind my shoulder as I leave. Uh-huh. I love it. 
Love it, love it, love it. But this is more in the realm of fantasy, and I thought, oh, yeah. you know, he's a video gamer. He yeah I'll like this more <laughs> i mean this, and this was a fantastic choice quite very good and it's very good very so good. it's always fun always fun too because you're a video gamer g-a-y-m-e there it is crowd uh-huh. uh, trademark uh-huh. uh r in a circle whatever there we go copyright mm-hmm. carl williams um where can people <laughs> where can people find you are you on twitch um so i'm not on twitch which um Ooh, that's where video gamers go i know but i'm not a streamer i don't okay. really like playing for other people i like playing for myself well um, can they find you on your animal crossing island sure they most certainly can if you want to find me on the animal crossing hold on i'll pull up my friend code oh is that I'm like always... the 17 digit it it's a bit <laughs> it's a it's Do you want to give them your 12. Instagram instead? It's only yes. Let's do that because I think I posted it on my Instagram. Perfect. So you can find me on my Instagram, and it is Carl C A R L two thousand and seven. Carl two thousand and seven. That's it. Is that when you were born? Two thousand and seven. That's exactly wow. it. Mm-hmm. You're so young. I'm a sensible thirteen. You have such a nice mustache for a 13-year-old. Um, Thank you. It which I couldn't see. I just, I just went through. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't see it until now because I can't see hair again. Yeah. As a bald, oh I, I couldn't see your mustache until now. As a bald. But she's looking great. <laughs> Woo, that was great. I mean, uh, what about? She wonderful. She always does. Thank you. Um, does, she, uh, does she have any other socials that you want to give the fans? Or is, I mean, is Insta you can, your, your main one? You can find me on the Facebook. I'm pretty active on there. It's just Carl L. Williams. Um, oh. That's, that's it. Forgot to introduce you as Carl L. Williams. Now they'll have no idea ah. until the end who I'm talking to. Oh, no. Oh, oh well. I'm so sorry, my fellow night breeders. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I had a great time talking about this movie with Carl. My good, good friend. <laughs> Thank you so much, my love. And until next time, say goodbye to the night breeders. Bye, breeders. No, no breeders allowed. <laughs> night breeders. Oh.